Hi there. Rockfile, Scott Hamilton here. Um, got another podcast for your ears. It's going to be a review of Real Genius, that 1985 movie that just came out in 4K today as I record this, but I got to watch it last night. I hate doing these at work, but I'm recording this at work. As you've heard through a couple podcasts, I'm working on upgrading my home studio, and it's going to take a little bit longer than I thought. There's lots of dials on that new piece of equipment, and trying to get the microphone right last night to get this, while it was still fresh in my head, just wasn't going to happen. And I don't think it's going to happen tonight, so I wanted to go ahead and get this recorded. Had a few minutes during the workday today, slipped into a studio, and here we go. A little bit more professional recording than you're used to from me, but hopefully this is what you're going to get going forward. So... In 1985, I saw this movie called Real Genius, um, and it blew my mind. Uh, Val Kilmer was young. He'd only made a couple things at the time. He was amazing in the film. Um, it just it became just a big part of my life. Bigger, You know, certain movies may not be Indiana Jones or Star Wars or something like that, but one of your favorite movies you watched over and over and over and over and over might be one of your favorite movies, but not everybody else's. This is one of those for me. And so several years ago on Amazon, you could buy a burned Blu-ray copy. It was on a recordable Blu-ray disc. And Amazon did this for certain Sony and Warner Brothers and a couple other companies. Um, So you could get that version uh, when it came out on Blu-ray. That's the only way you could do it. You couldn't go into a store and buy it. Um, And it was pretty expensive for what it was with no extras. So I never bought it. And it went out of print. And now it's going for big bucks. Well, a few months ago, Sony announced that they were releasing a 4K edition. And I kind of chuckled. Really? No, they they went back to the original camera negative, uh, restored the thing in 4K, Dolby Atmos, Dolby Vision. It's got a soundtrack the movie doesn't deserve. <laughs> it looks better than it ever has. I saw this in the theater in 1985, and this is the first time I'm seeing it widescreen since. I had it on VHS. I had it on DVD. DVD might have been widescreen. So, all right, maybe it was early 90s the last time I saw this in widescreen. But obviously never restored. I don't think it looked this good in the theater, really. So if you don't know anything about it, the short version is this is a classic 1985 comedy with heart. It was directed by Martha Coolidge, I think was her name. She only directed, yeah, Martha Coolidge. Um, She only directed a few movies like Valley Girl. But in 2002, she was the first female president of the Directors Guild of America. So she knows what she's doing. She cut her teeth on documentaries and stuff, which is interesting. So anyway, of all the movies that came out there in the mid-80s, from Revenge of the Nerds to this one to a few others that tried to portray college life, you know, I don't know how accurate this one is about a college of geniuses, but it's a lot of fun. And it has heart, and it holds up. I can't believe how much I enjoyed it last night. So the short version is, run, don't walk, pick up a copy of this, because it looks amazing, and you can get it for about 20 bucks. So the longer version is, um, yeah, just what I said. I never expected this movie to come out in 4K. I just wanted a standard Blu-ray release, and I would have been fine with that for the rest of my life. But we get this. I popped it in last night. I was making dinner. I hadn't taken anything out, so it was frozen waffles and chicken. Yeah, I tried chicken and waffles for the first time. I don't know if I have to have those two savory dishes together, but I can. I, I now get a little bit of the, uh, the appeal. Anyway. I popped it on. I was just going to watch it for a few minutes. Monday nights are usually very busy for me. I'm working on the music for my two internet radio stations. And uh, I watched all hour and 40 minutes of this movie. I did not turn it off, did not pause it, did not stop. When I was done with my meal, I put the plates on the coffee table and I finished the movie. And I've seen this movie, not a thousand, but probably a hundred times. 
Never expected it would hold up. It holds up a lot better than some recent 80s movies I've watched. Did not know Martha Coolidge was such an accomplished director. Maybe that has something to do with it. Watching it now through today's eyes, I think the only thing is is it's a hair long. Just a hair. When I was younger, by the time you get to the final third of the movie, that kind of becomes a a spy thriller almost. Um, You had almost felt like you'd gotten to the end of the movie. It was that kind of feeling. Now, not so much. I'm a little bit more uh, forgiving, a little more patient with movies and that kind of thing. And now I appreciate that there were there was more character development in this than your typical PG-rated uh, teen comedy that takes place in college. It's the story of a high school student who does so well, who's so smart, he gets to uh, get a full scholarship in the middle of a semester uh, to a giant college for super smart people and he's working on a specific project what most of the characters in the movie don't know but we're introduced to in the opening scene so this is not a spoiler is that the military is working on a laser and they can't fix the power problem the director could have done a hair better version of linking that thread throughout the movie but when it finally comes it's like oh yeah this is the oh yeah that's what this was all about (laughs) because you get so much into the character relationship between mitch the young actor who turns out he's got a career he's in a band he does sign language he's an actual interpreter sign language interpreter um and still been in movies and tv shows gabriel jarrett but it's Val Kilmer's showcase. He owns the movie. He's in every scene just about. Um, and it's his perfect comedic timing. Um, he's playing a, an over-the-top version of himself. The guy is really smart. Nobody messes with the fact that he wears bunny slippers and stuff because he is that smart. He's the new Einstein or whatever. Marketing materials aside. That, that was the weird thing about the 4K, by the way. The slip cover is different than the cover of the movie. The movie features a... Uh, I think a poster that they didn't really use, which is a picture of him and Einstein with his face on Einstein's T-shirts and Einstein's face on Val Kilmer's T-shirt. It's cute. But on the front cover, they've done this new kind of cartoony animated thing that kind of shows off some of the laser stuff that happens in the movie. I remember reading up on the laser that it was kind of science fiction at the time, but now we've kind of proven you really couldn't do what they do in the movie. And I won't do spoilers if you've never seen it, because the more people I talk to... um, Oh, I've not ever seen that movie, not ever heard of that movie. So really, go get this movie. As I said, I watched it here, a 1985 movie in 2022, a movie that was made for $8 million. It grossed about $13 million in the United States. Not a big hit, but enough that, you know, everybody involved got to go on and do other things. I think the only other big actor in it is William Atherton. He plays the, um, the teacher, and he was pretty much a jerk in every single movie in the 80s. So it was kind of typecasting, but he was good in it, and he plays a smart guy really well. Um, everybody else in it is great. Uh, I even caught Dean Devlin in it, the director and the guy who produced movies like Independence Day. Uh, he's a big producer and stuff now. Yeah, he's in the movie as an actor. And there were a few. Deborah Foreman has a couple scenes. They're pretty funny. She's got one of the best lines in the movie. I don't want to give anything away, so I won't get any more to get into it anymore. But if you're looking for an 80s comedy that really holds up um, and has heart to it. It's got some depth to it, some intelligence to it. It's smart and it's funny. Um, it's dirty, but PG-rated dirty. You know, it, nothing your grandma wouldn't snicker at. It, unoffensive, um, good moral character, I guess you would say. Not like some of the comedies we get these days, although we're not getting a whole lot of comedies these days. So, Real Genius is now available as of today. My uh, pre-order came in on Monday night. 
And like I said, I did not plan to watch the thing. I just wanted to see what it looked like. And then I was going to watch it later on in the week or when I felt like it, because I know the movie very, very well. And there wasn't anything that stuck out. There were a couple scenes where like, oh, wow, I, I had forgotten that part, that kind of thing. But for the most part, it, it is as I remembered it and is as funny. It's funny how many of the 80s movies I've watched recently that I get a chuckle out of. And this had many, many laugh out loud moments. So Real Genius holds up. 1985's Real Genius with Val Kilmer, arguably one of his best roles. I think he's fantastic in it. Back uh, like 2014, I think, they were going to try and make a TV series. Um, uh, Adam Sandler's entertainment company teamed up with Sony. As of 2017, there hadn't been any more updates, so... I'm kind of glad, it's, although it's a good idea. When you see the movie, you'll know what I mean. Maybe we'll get into a spoiler talk and get into the uh, the finer points of this film. But you know what? It is what it is. It's a college movie that uh, anybody can watch and have a fun time with because it's about smart kids trying to do the right thing. But it's, I know, you just thought of Revenge of the Nerds. It's nothing like that movie. So <laughs> it's available now on 4K from Sony. Check it out. It looks and sounds amazing. By the way, as I said at the beginning, it doesn't deserve this Atmos soundtrack. It's incredible. Um, I'm saying the same things about Sony's um, heavy metal. That one did not deserve the soundtrack. It really sounds amazing. This sounds arguably even better. There's a bunch of 80s hits in it, like uh, Tears for Fears and such. Sounds great and surround sound. Uh, it's got some uh, some interesting effects, some active effects um, above you, behind you. There's a scene at the beginning where they kind of pan through the the uh, the dorm, and some people are have a stereo going and they're playing a video game. And as that goes off camera to the left, all the sound of that and the music it's playing goes off to the left. I'm like, wow, there was some directionality and some depth that I had never heard in this film. I don't think I maybe it was ProLogic surround sound of the VHS. <laughs> anyway, it sounds great. It looks great. Better. Looks and sounds better than it has any right to for an $8 million budgeted film from 1985 that only made $13 million and wasn't a big hit. Uh, kudos to Sony for doing this. Put more of people's favorites out like this. I love it. I mean, this is not going to make everybody happy, but man, this was a holy grail for me, and it's awesome. Real Genius with Val Kilmer, available now in 4K. Scott Hamilton, I'm Rockfile. My links are below. Thanks for checking this out. More podcasts are on the way. Have a spectacular day.